Hey y'all, it's Amber and Amelia with Homegrown Faith. We are here to share how we navigate real life with Jesus through the good, the bad, and the yuck. One thing for certain is that in every situation, His grace prevails. Everyone has a seat at our table, so pull up a chair and see how the Holy Spirit speaks to you this week. Whether you're new to your faith or a seasoned backyard Baptist, we've got you covered. We are so glad you're here for this week's episode and we hope it impacts your walk with Jesus in a positive way. Let's get to it. Hey, hey, Homegrown Faith. Welcome back. I'm not sure about you, Amber girl, but it has been another insanely busy week for me and everyone in my household. Like, yeah, I have to tell you, like, I bet all of you listening to think we're absolutely crazy. (laughs) And let me explain why I say that. And I really wanted to kick it off today with that because it really kind of makes me laugh. I know you guys see us like getting excited about our recordings. And like I commented the other day on one of them and I was like, Oh my gosh, it's so, so good. And then afterwards I thought, I bet everybody listening here is like, what? Like, why are you (laughs) commenting? Like you recorded it. You already know what it's about, but guys like, yes, We sit here and we record and we talk about it, but I'm telling you what, sitting here and talking about the topic is way different than not thinking and like going back and listening to it. Like, don't you agree, Amber? Oh my gosh, I completely agree. Like I write topics and of course I mean what I'm saying, but it's not until like I go back and listen to them that I truly take it all in. It's Mm -hmm. like taking in the message at the same time as everyone else. And honestly, like... I kind of feel like that's so important. Like just because we are the ones up here running our mouths every week doesn't mean we We don't don't need to hear it. Yeah. It doesn't mean we don't have something to learn from it as well. Yeah. I mean, and what's really funny is too, when I go back and listen, I'm always like, dang, I wish I also said this, but of course I wasn't thinking about it because I'm like thinking so hard on the topic itself. But like we talk about the topic and we get into it, it's so much different when we're sitting here across the table. Like, yeah. oh, man, I wish I said that. <laughs> right. Anyways, not going to keep boring you guys. I'm just wanting you to know we're not these loony people, okay? We're not being silly. We're not trying to entertain <laughs> ourselves or you guys. But I will say that we're so thankful that you're here at the table with us. And yes. we want you guys to spread the word and spread this con- uh, podcast. And it's, it's really awesome. And it just... Feel, fills our heart to see that we have viewers. I know life is busy, but we really do want you guys to be here with us each Wednesday. So showing up and taking the time for that really just means a lot. Amen. So today's topic, we're going to talk about something that I think um, a lot of times that we all struggle with, and that's comparing ourselves, whether it's our lives, our jobs, our finances, comparison, basically mm. how we compare yes. so much of us to other people or earthly things and frankly what it does to us right and why we shouldn't do it so we're gonna dive right in guys and uh I do think that we're all guilty of this like I know I am at times and guys as happy as I am or as thankful as I am in life with my family and everything I still will find myself like looking at something else or something that someone else is doing and I'm like "Mm, man that's nice like yeah I wish I was doing that, right? Like, so, I mean, I'm sure I'm not alone. Amber, do you find yourself, you know, looking at things or these earthly things, should I say, and just wanting more because you're just comparing to other things? Yeah, I mean, I used to a lot. And um, 
I've gotten a lot better about it, but like I used to be have a mindset where I always wanted more. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's so funny is when I stopped wanting more, the more that came. I was desiring came. But anyway, I used to look at like what someone else had and question why I didn't have that yet or like just, you know, flat out like y'all have heard the saying, like, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. Right. I've learned, though, like comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. And in order to truly stop the comparison trap that we get ourselves in, like you have to become content with the life you have been blessed with. Mm -hmm. Like there's joy to be found in being content. And it took me a long time to realize that. But y'all like life is a whole lot more peaceful when you stop comparing a situation to others and you learn to be content with what God has given you in the moment. Yeah. And I mean... I know I struggle personally, like sometimes I'm like super content and all is good. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, "Mm, man, you look at things. So don't don't feel like you're you're failing if you're comparing. Just get yourself back on track. Yep. And, you know, a lot of times we start comparing in life because we personally feel stuck. And maybe you feel stuck right now because, frankly, you're probably putting your identity in your past experiences and insecurities. Maybe you think you should be in a different place right now in your life. You are not your trauma's mistakes or past. Amen. Though pain could have been a big part of it, it should never dictate your character or any chapters that you have to come. I do think this is most definitely a touchy and sensitive topic as generally I think we look at comparison a lot because you do feel like you lack something. Maybe you don't compare vocally. Maybe you don't show your struggles on the outside, but internally you're comparing every inch of your life to someone else or something else. So is that something internal? Is it materialistic, physical? I mean, it could be all of those. It could be more. There are so many components to some of the reasons why we compare ourselves. But I do think that One of the biggest reasons when we start comparing is because we feel like we aren't good enough or we're missing something internally. We're not content. Yep. The saying is, you know, is your cup half empty or half full? And if this is you, like you're not alone. And I know you may be going through more than anyone can see or imagine right now. And the task of like holding on a little bit longer seems like a losing battle. But know that you're not warring alone. In Hebrews 13, 5, it says, keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He is the only way to fill our cups. We aren't going to be content when we're comparing our lives to others, whether we know the person or not, right? Like we're not going to find content there. Nope. We cannot be internally fulfilled and content with these earthly things. It only comes from him. I'm really emphasizing on that because it's just so (laughs) true. Yeah. So quit comparing your gifts, your looks, your success to someone else. Be you. You are powerful. You're anointed. You're gifted. And you are beautiful or handsome for my guys listening. (laughs) But nobody can do you like you do you. That's right. So don't let this world conform your thoughts, your feelings, and your confidence. We've said it so many times, but guys, the closer you come to the Lord, you're going to find your contentment within him, and you're going to not be comparing your life to others. You will get knocked down by the enemy, though. Okay? Every time you get closer, he tries to show up. 
Yep. He's going to try to show you that you're not good enough, whether that's by comparing to another person and maybe you're dealing with another hardship, right? Which is slowing down your fast pass or fast paced track to a new job promotion or something that you think you should have or you deserve. But guys, don't let those hard days define you. Don't let yourself get wrapped up in looking at everything else that you can see, right? No matter how many times you get knocked down, you got to keep getting back up. God sees you. He sees your determination. And when you do everything you can do, that's when God steps in and he can do what you can't. Mm. And most of the time, guys, he does the things that we can't see. And that is what brings us our happiness and contentment. I love that. Such good points, Amelia. You know, and I think, guys, like what's interesting about human nature is that a lot of times we don't even realize we are in a comparison trap. Like society is one big comparison trap oh she's 35 and not married yet what is she doing like right. oh he's just starting a new career at 50 like he started so late right oh she's on her third marriage like something is just not right there right. you know like oh she's 40 and doesn't have kids yet like her biological clock is ticking like I could go on and on y'all yeah society has a way of telling us what the norms are but I think Abraham and Sarah like would beg to differ on what normal was, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Why do we put timelines on our accomplishments or milestones in life and automatically start comparing our situations to what the norm is in this world? Like comparison is a keen little trick of the enemy. Like yep. if we aren't in the word and reading the promises God has given us, it is very easy for us to start thinking our lives are not up to par with the rest of the people around us. Mm -hmm. The Apostle Paul said it perfectly in 2 Corinthians 10, 12. We do not dare to classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves. When they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they are not wise. Guys, Paul was speaking to the Corinthian believers who were fighting among each other right. to prove who was the greatest among them. Like when Paul wrote this verse, he wrote it to rebuke them for making comparisons against one another. Like they had an issue with feelings of like being better than one another and and they were entering into a competition with each other right. when there there was no competition to be had. Like Paul wrote this verse to rebuke the Corinthians for making comparisons. Like y'all ever met someone so, so self-involved that you realized there was no way you could say anything to them to change their minds. Right. Like yes. a one upper, if you will. Like they love the sound of their voice so dang much that you can't get a word in edgewise and you definitely aren't going to measure up to their long list of accolades. Like sometimes it's not even about them. Like it could be about their kids and yep. all of the sports accomplishments their children have. Like right. little Johnny is in this Washington commanders camp and <laughs> little Johnny was scouted for XYZ showcase team. Like, like now y'all know I'm talking from experience. Right. Now, the point, <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> right. The point is y'all like, that's not how we are supposed to be living. Right. Like regardless of what someone might say to you or around you, it doesn't mean you are supposed to take those comments to heart and compare yourself or your children mm -hmm. to them. Someone that is constantly comparing 
or constantly listing off accolades isn't classified as a wise person in the Bible, y'all. Like I learned this saying a long time ago, and I feel like it really applies to comparison um, because we have a tendency to like if somebody is spouting off accolades to us, we have a tendency to like rack our brain like okay well what can I respond back to like what accolades can can I I, keep up you know and so like this saying y'all the strong are quiet while the weak start a riot like our words have consequences y'all and sometimes when we are in a conversation with people the words we say or the words they say can open up the door for comparison to creep in and take over Mm -hmm. like maybe that's not their intention and maybe that's not our intention But we don't know everyone's insecurities. So a quick read of the room can go a long way. Like, of course, we all have areas in our lives that need to be changed. And and God will show these to you one at a time. But if you will just quit comparing yourself to others, if you'll stop disparaging the very qualities that cause you to stand out from those around you, Like you're going to open the door to freedom from a spirit of comparison and insecurity so that your unique gifts can actually shine through as God intended. That's right. And guys, if you're if you're struggling with comparison, I'm sure like you're kind of sitting here and you can find yourself at times asking, why don't I have that? Why don't I look like that? Yeah. Maybe you're the one that scrolls social media and you're feeling inadequate to everyone around you or heck the Instagram model that you see. It's absolutely perfect. It's fake (laughs) y'all. I'm telling you, are you one who has like so many things about yourself that you wish you could change or take away anything and everything to your liking that's in life? Do you feel stuck? Right. Truthfully, I struggle here a lot. Like, if I just had this or if I didn't have this issue, it would be easier. Life would be perfect. But here's a reminder for you guys. You will never fulfill God's promise for you while trying to walk in someone else's shoes. Yep. Like what you see is a small and unimportant, unimportant thing in contrast to the places of others in life. You might be feeling behind, whatever it may be, but in life, <laughs> your goals, right, might be somebody else's. And there is a reason that God's kept you in that place. Everything about you was created to be unique from your talents, your passions, to the color of your eyes. There is purpose for exactly where you are right now. Amen. One that you can only walk, right? It's made for you. So while you're over here busy trying to change your life or There could be, you know, something you want to take away. There could be someone relying on you to be exactly who you are, exactly who God designed you to be. So even though things are being revealed within you and around you and it might be painful, it's an opportunity to detox and develop. Rid yourself of thoughts, patterns, and character traits that hinder you and then detach from people, environments, and influences that discourage you. Surround yourself with things that fill your cup, okay? Get your confidence to do so. We often allow ourselves to take charge of our own mindset because we're too afraid to be weird, rejected. And what we do is we push that down, we let it pull in our heart, and then we ignore it. So my advice to you guys, in the moment that you begin to compare or wish for more or wish for less, take a moment to think of a positive in your life 
and what makes you unique and how you can use that to serve others in a positive way. Not be better than or keep up with. My advice is to let go of the fear and embrace the opportunity to who he needs you to be and to do what he needs you to do for his purpose. God's going to steer us in the right way. He will let you know and he'll give you a nudge. So pay attention. Yeah. I, I mean, guys, one of the biggest things to remember is that this life is not a competition. Mm-mm. Like you aren't in competition with anyone. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you can move on from a comparison mentality. Like although it's hard to admit wanting to be like others, comparison is something most of us have dealt with or are currently dealing with. Right. Like it is a weapon the enemy uses to steal your joy and stop you from living out your purpose in God. And comparison allows the enemy to infiltrate you to doubt God's perfect work in your life. Like comparison is something that comes from our flesh, right? Mm-hmm. Like yep. it, it comes from the desire to be someone other than who God created us to be. And our unwillingness to accept who God created us to be. Like the enemy is the one that plants the seed in our flesh to prevent us from accepting God's will, like receiving his blessings Mm -hmm. and connecting with him. Like Jesus said that anything born from the flesh cannot enter the kingdom of God. So like although comparison doesn't seem as bad as a sin like murder, Mm -hmm. say, Like it can be just as harmful to our lives. Like it is impossible to walk as the person God created us to be if we are constantly comparing ourselves to someone else. Agreed. And I think another thing to that point is we compare ourselves to other people's lives from what we see on social. Yeah. Right. And again, it gives you doubt and gets you in the wrong mindset. And I mean, you could see somebody on social and be like, man, it looks so dang perfect or their kids pose perfect or their skin's glowing. Wow. She's so thin. And you know, I mean, maybe they got it together. Like what am I doing? And sometimes that also though, on the, the flip side brings us to a situation that we're not proud of. Maybe you become jealous, envy. Yep. We start to envy these people or maybe we think that they have or doing things, you know, and, and you want to think or speak, speak and do things differently and you say things that maybe you're not so proud of because you got to make yourself feel better with where you're at right now. Mm. So truthfully it is. And like, you just cannot allow the enemy to get your thoughts. Yeah. So again, we, what we do right is, is going to come from our hearts. What do we actually know about other people's lives? What do we, what should, what I should say? What do we think we know about other people's lives? Exactly. Absolutely everything. We want to be so opinionated at times because we think we know everything about these people. What do we actually know? Very, very little. So guys, don't compare. Don't criticize. Don't pull them down hoping to lift yourself up. Don't judge. Don't assume. And don't make them out to be some awful villain when you don't know the whole story. Also, guys, don't worship them either. Okay, they're just human. Maybe they're amazing, but there's a good chance that they struggle too. I mean, we all do if we're being honest. No matter how it looks from the outside, we all struggle. Don't lack compassion when you have no idea the trauma that they've maybe walked through to get where they are today. Don't be all, well, what I would do is because you're not in their shoes. Yeah. And you're never and you've never been in their exact shoes. 
Not for one second have you lived in their life. So don't delight if they fall. Don't clap if they lose. Don't be smug or prideful. Don't be envious of their life either. Don't be jealous. Don't be ugly. Love them. Walk in grace and believe everyone is doing their best that they can do in life. Have boundaries and make wise choices when it comes to who gets your best. But try to withhold the judgment, guys. It'll keep your heart pure. And in the end, that's the goal. James 3 verse 16 tells us, For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. Guys, he's telling us right here that we will have an unpleasant life if we're jealous and we're envy of others, if we're constantly comparing. So think about it. When you guys are comparing yourself or situation, how is it making you feel? Where are you going in life when you're doing that? Get in the word, find your purpose, find your value and live well, pleasing him. Not these earthly desires that we see all over everything. And he tells us in first John, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. I love all of that so, so much. And, you know, like when we compare our abilities to someone else and say things like, oh, I could never do it like she does it, you know, and that like not only are we comparing, but like jealousy can creep into that. Mm Y'all like we were never meant to do it like anyone else does it. Like God doesn't need two people that are just alike. He has uniquely and precisely created you and me with specific gifts and talents to do exactly what he's called us to do. Like, so David wrote in Psalm 139, 13 through 14, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. David wasn't praising God for the way he flung the stars in the night sky, set the spinning earth on its axis, or stocked the oceans with sea creatures of every kind. Like, David was marveling at the magnificent masterpiece called David. Right. Himself. Me. You. In all of the flaws. Like, God knows our inadequacies and insecurities. He knows what caused them and who caused them. Mm -hmm. Like he saw you and me before we even had them. Yet God chose us before we were born for a purpose. Ephesians 2.10 tells us, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Yeah, and guys, like... Here we are talking about comparison and I just want you guys to know like if you're in the dumps because you're struggling with something and you're comparing and you just feel like, you know, you're less than. Yeah. We all, no matter how happy we are, we all struggle with the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Don't compare your life to anyone on this planet. Look up. Know your worth is found in him and he has you in this place right now. And if you're in this hardship due to your own decisions or maybe somebody else's decisions, have confidence knowing that God's going to get you through it. Allow growth in your heart to transpire within you. Recognize that you're growing your endurance, your maturity and truth is going to be enough to get through. But you have to do it with him, not by looking at others. Don't waste your time mediating on what you don't have on this earth. Yep. Know what that 
what you have is through him and work for what you can get in the next garden. Not right now. Know where your heart is because your mouth will speak the truth of it. Use your words, efforts, and prayers to change your life. And heck, I mean, maybe somebody else's because you're leading by example. But when you're filled with the Lord, you're not going to find yourself comparing with what you don't have or what you think others have or what they even think about you, right? Sometimes, too, we feel like we need to have X, Y, Z because of other people might think that I'm less than or I'm struggling. Yeah. Frankly, guys, others' opinions of where you are in life, what you're doing, what you have or don't have doesn't even matter. Who cares what they think, believe, or spread? You speak boldly, clearly, transparently, genuinely, purposefully, you know, and be confident in knowing that God made you for a reason and it wasn't like to be like the other people that you see on social or in your community. Yeah. It wasn't to have everything that your human heart desires. He made you the person you are with these small and big blessings each day. And he wants you to shine in this world just the way you are. Yeah. I mean, we know comparison isn't godly, yet it's so difficult to avoid Mm -hmm. in this world, truly. Like, and it seems like it's gotten more and more out of control with the rise of social media and our constant exposure to ads and TVs. Like I, I mean, I constantly pray for the youth of our nation because Mm -hmm. they're in a totally different situation than we were growing up. Yes. Like we didn't have social media where stuff's in our face. Yeah. Like we got off the bus and I mean, we were latchkey kids. (laughs) Like we let ourselves in the house, you know, alone and like, but, we had TV, but we didn't have the internet. Right. We didn't have social media. We couldn't talk to our friends unless we picked up our house phone that was hanging on the kitchen right. wall. And, and three-way. And, like, dialed their number. Like, the only true antidote to comparison, y'all, is contentment, which begins with a thankful heart. The comparison trap compels us to turn inward, to focus on ourselves, to focus on what we lack, what caused our discontentment. Thankfulness, on the other hand, compels us to turn our attention to others. It's like a band-aid over a fragile or damaged heart, y'all. When we are thankful, we don't see what we lack. Instead, we see the generosity and faithfulness of a good father and are compelled to meet the needs of others. I'm giving a little bit away for what's to come over Mm -hmm. the next month as we dive more into thankfulness and gratitude. But all this to say, find your contentment in the Lord, y'all. Not this world, and comparison will slowly start to go away. Thank you guys for joining us today. I'm going to close us out in prayer for anyone struggling with comparison. So please, if you're able, bow your heads right now. Heavenly Father, Please forgive us for comparing ourselves with others rather than praising you for the way you have knit us together and gifted us each individually. We know we are your workmanship, Lord, your handiwork. Today, I pray that anyone listening that is struggling with comparison lets go of the measuring stick of comparison and takes hold of the way you have uniquely made them for your good. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for being here. We're so excited for what's to come. And we just um, hope you guys have a great week and you find your worth in the Lord. Bye, y'all.